You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I am your host, Shauna Smith, and today we are going to be talking about why and how to hill potatoes. Hilling potatoes is a critical part of growing potatoes, and if you haven't done it yet and you're growing potatoes for the first time this year, you are probably, this time of the year, going to want to get on that for the sake and safety of your potatoes. I will also be telling you a little bit of mistaken information that I used to have in the sister post for this podcast episode that I have since learned is not true. Gardening is all about continued learning. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, a word from today's sponsor. So like I said, if you're growing potatoes in your garden, especially if you're growing them for the first time and you have not hilled them yet, as soon as you're done listening to this episode, you need to go out and hill them. It's not the most intuitive thing, I will admit, because hilling involves, you know, kind of going and burying part of the tomato vine that has grown up out of the ground. And usually we don't bury the things that that we grow that grow up out of the ground, right? But it's really, really important that you do it. I'm going to talk about why here in a second. But first, I want to talk about one of the false reasons why you would want to do it. So previously, and it's funny because I used to have this as a reason why you would hill your potatoes in the sister post for this podcast episode, which you can link to in the show notes to see pictures if you need to. But I had previously read that... By burying portions of the potato stem, you would get more of the potato vine to root and therefore you would get more potatoes. And that is not true, my friends. I have since learned that. And you know, it's so funny because anytime I come across something like that, I'm so embarrassed that I ever put that out there as advice. But gardening is all about learning and there's so many sources out there and there is so much information and it's hard to get it all right the first time. I make mistakes. A lot of us make mistakes in gardening and it's all about how you bounce back from those mistakes, what you learn from them. So I will say that that is not true. Hilling potatoes does not increase your potato crop, your potato harvest, your yield. What it does is protect the potatoes that are growing currently underneath the soil. So with that, I will get into the true reason behind why we hill potatoes. And so we all know that potatoes grow underground, but what a lot of people don't know is that potatoes have to stay underground in order for us to be able to eat them. If you have ever grown onions, you know that by the time they're ready to harvest, onions have practically like heaved themselves halfway out of the soil. They're kind of bulbing up. Um, There's this lovely book called Animal Vegetable Miracle by Barbara Kingsolver. If you haven't read it or listened to the audiobook, which is 
narrated by the author and is just one of my favorite books ever. Um, she describes onions that are ready to harvest as, ha as having a very um, summery, off-the-shoulder look. And it's true. By the time they are ready to harvest, you know, onions are sticking up out of the ground and that's natural and that's okay. Potatoes, on the other hand, you definitely don't want that to happen because potatoes that are exposed to sunlight, they turn green because they begin to photosynthesize and when they do that their skins develop toxins that then make them poisonous and unsafe to eat so we need to mound up dirt or other organic matter around the stems underneath the leaves to keep the developing tubers covered right so the more those tubers grow the bigger they swell up they're going to kind of start to push up and emerge out of the soil and we want to make sure they stay covered. And that process is called hilling. So that is why we need to hill potatoes. So as far as how to hill potatoes, if you planted your seed potatoes in trenches, like I advised in the previous episode about how to plant potatoes, then you probably have a lot of extra dirt that you dug out of those trenches. And this is where we are going to utilize that extra dirt. Once potato plants get about 8 to 10 inches tall is when we do kind of the first hilling. So this around this time, you're probably going to be wanting to do the second hilling, maybe the first hilling if you, you know, weren't able to plant your potatoes until more like the end of April. Really kind of depends on where you live and when you got those potatoes in the ground. But you're going to take that extra dirt and begin to kind of just shovel it over the potato plants, kind of scoop it underneath the leaves up against the stem. And it was funny because the first time Mr. B, which is what my I call my husband on the blog. The first time he helped me do this, he commented like on how wrong it felt. And it's true. It does feel really weird, really wrong dumping dirt on these vibrant green plants and kind of like burying a lot of them. Like I said, we don't do that. But trust me, it's exactly what you want to be doing. Now, if you have enough dirt, you can bury them all the way up to the top, I would say three or four sets of leaves. They just need some leaves left unobstructed to catch the sun and keep feeding the plant with energy via photosynthesis. I will say, though, it's it's not necessary to bury them that deep. A lot of sources will tell you that you can, but I honestly, I have not found the need to do that with any of the potato crops that I have grown so far. I will also say that if you don't have enough dirt to bury the plants up, you know, as much as you need to, and trust me, like, no matter what, I swear, I never have enough dirt. Dirt is one of those things that, like, it's everywhere you don't want it. When you do want it, there's not enough of it when you're a gardener, especially. I use straw or dead leaves packed up against the stem underneath the leaves, the potato vine leaves, as high as possible. Um, so if you don't have dirt, just any organic matter that's going to serve you know, to help cover the soil is going to work. Once you've hilled everything up, give it a nice good soaking. That's going to help everything kind of settle down and pack down into the soil or into the mulch. And it's also going to help it sort of stay put, um, you know, if it gets windy, if there's like a storm, something like that. That way it won't sort of blow out of place. After about another month, so where we're at in 
you know, in our gardening schedule right now, for me anyway, is when you would want to hill your potatoes a second time. So I'm recording this episode in the first week of June, and my potato vines are probably a good two feet tall at this point. They grow incredibly fast. And you can hill them up with the same thing that you hilled them up the first time. I know a lot of people, though, who choose to just use straw. Because really, again, all you're trying to do at this point is keep the tubers from getting exposed to sunlight. And as long as you pack the straw or dead leaves or whatever it is that you're using on thick enough, it's going to work perfectly fine. A note about hilling and subsequent changes in your potato plants. I have noticed and and the first time, you know, I hilled my potato plants, I I found out I needed to do it and I did it. My potato leaves kind of like started to look really raggedy and it freaked me out and I was like, "Oh gosh, you know, what happened? What did I do? What was in the dirt or what was in the straw or whatever? Some horrible thing is now coming and and eating my potato plants." But It's less a matter of what little critters were crawling around, you know, in whatever it is that you use to hill your potatoes, and it's more a matter of the timing and the time of year it is. So usually by the time we need to hill our potatoes, it's kind of like mid to late May, and that is when flea beetles and other potato pests start to come out is mid to late May. And they only get worse as the season progresses. And flea beetles, unless you're looking really closely, are really kind of difficult to see. They are about the size of a pinhead. They hop around a lot like regular fleas, like you would find on your pets. And they eat teeny tiny little pinhead size holes in your leaves. Lots and lots and lots of them. Of course, bigger beetles will chew bigger holes into your potato leaves but this is really just a product again of what time of year it is and those pests coming out two and this is especially true after your second hilling your potato vines are going to naturally start to wither and die back not long after that i would say uh about a month after that and again the first time this happened I freaked the heck out. I was just like, oh my God, my potato plants are dying. I am a complete failure. But your potato vines dying back is how the potato plant works. It's the potato plant's signal that the tubers are ready to be harvested or you know, the plant really, its intent is not to be eaten. Um, it's more kind of a natural, like, okay, we have enough starch and energy stored up in our roots. We don't need to sustain this plant part anymore. So the plant part is going to die off and we're just going to chill down here in the dirt um, until the end of next winter and we'll send the plant part up all over again. Because if it were to, you know, leave that plant part up, it would have to sustain it with the energy that it has stored up in that tuber. And that is why we dig up the tubers after the plant part has died off, because that is as big as those tubers are going to get. Once the plant part is no longer photosynthesizing, is no longer sending starches down into the tuber to store, that tuber is not going to get any bigger. So you can go ahead and dig them up. 
you can also leave them underground. I'm going to be talking about harvesting in a later episode that's kind of around the time that you would be harvesting probably our main crop potatoes. There are two different types of potatoes that that you can harvest. Ones that you harvest in kind of like late July, early August, and others that you harvest more like in the fall. But I will be covering that in a future episode. So just know that when you hill potatoes, it's not like introducing some sort of horrible little creepy crawly that is destroying your potatoes. Your potato plants are meant to die back and also it's just more a matter of the time of year. You don't need to bother spraying any sort of pesticides or anything like that unless you have Colorado potato beetles. They are black and yellow striped beetles and they will just mow your potato vines down. So if you see any of those, you might need to take some sort of precautions. And again, if you're dedicated to organic gardening, you might want to use um, garden netting or something like that, which really helpful tip. I had podcast listener Brooke reach out to me and ask if I had ever used tool that wedding veil fabric from like the craft store as garden netting to cover my plants and I haven't but you absolutely can use tool um it's spelled t-u-l-l-e uh again a lot of us it's really helpful if you just kind of like refer to it as wedding veil fabric you want to get the finest mesh that you can find in tool because tool comes in different sort of sizes of mesh there's kind of like the bigger mesh that you would use in like tutus or something like that and then there's the finer mesh that you would use for like wedding veils but you want to use the finer mesh when trying to keep pests like a Colorado potato beetle or a Japanese beetle out. It's going to be much much less expensive fabric tool wedding veil fabric is going to be less expensive than garden netting sometimes those garden products you know you need exactly that from a garden center or from a garden supply store but a lot of times you can get a much much cheaper option and this is a really good example so Brooke thank you very much for alerting me to that tip that is something I had always wondered but um, had never actually done myself. So again, thank you. And that is it for today about hilling potatoes. Actually, really, really simple, honestly, you guys. Um, All you're doing is just covering that dirt to make sure that those tubers stay buried and stay out of the sun. In the next episode, I am going to be talking about Japanese beetles, one of my biggest nemesis nemeses nemeses i think in in the garden um japanese beetles and squash bugs Ugh, they're the squash bugs have already started you guys but i have figured out the war against japanese beetles and i'm going to tell you what they're like why you don't want them and how to beat them in your garden in the next episode So that is it for today, though. Thank you so very much for listening. For those of you who have reached out and left reviews for the podcast recently as a result of of my request for you to do so so that other people can find it easier, thank you so much for doing that. You guys are so kind, and I really, really appreciate your kind words, too. So again, thank you. 
I hope that your gardens are beautiful. I hope that you're experiencing as few problems as possible. And the problems that you are experiencing, I hope they're simple fixes and you have them well in hand. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.